and welcome to the last episode of Fresh Fusion in 2020. This is the weekly show where we cover the business, the art, the ethics of content creation on the open web. My name is Jared White, and this episode is titled Insanely Not Great, and yet also not not great. <laughs> um, hmm. So everyone is doing their year in review episodes right now, and... <laughs> Uh, saying it's been a mixed bag, uh, it's putting it mildly, um, reminds me of the old Bugs Bunny cartoon where he was trying to escape the, the mad scientist's lair when he, his, uh, farewell statement is, and don't think it hasn't been a slice of heaven, because it hasn't. <laughs> Um, so yeah, my year in review, um, I'm going to structure this, uh, around, um, a tradition that I've been doing for a number of years, uh, where going into a new year, I, I kind of come up with, with three words or three phrases, if you will, um, that kind of define, uh, what I'm hoping to accomplish or focus on. They're not really goals. They're more just like mindsets, um, like most people who are really into goal setting, I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. <laughs> uh, I don't make resolutions. Uh, I have I have themes. Um, and this year, I'm actually doing two things. I'm doing my three words idea, and I'm also uh, doing the yearly theme um, that they talk about on Cortex, which is a podcast with Mike Hurley and CGP Gray. Um, so I'm, I'm going to do both. I'm going to do my three words and my year of whatever theme. Um, but I'll start off with reviewing uh, what I had uh, in mind for this year. <laughs> so uh, my three words for 2020 were next level. Okay, that's not so bad. My, uh, my next one is planes, trains, and automobiles. <laughs> that was my funny way of saying I was going to do a lot more traveling this year in many different ways. Oh, um, I did go on a train. I did do, I did a train ride up to Seattle in, um, gosh, early February. Yeah, I think beginning of February. So right before everything went to total insanity, uh, I did do a plane ride, uh, or sorry, train ride. Um, and, you know, automobiles, I mean, yeah, I, I drive a car. <laughs> um, but needless to say, my grand plans for world travel this year, uh, came to not as it did for virtually everyone else. Um, so, uh, next level, yay, planes, trains, and automobiles, not yay. And then, uh, and then my last word for 2020 was reinvent. And, um, that's actually gone pretty well. Uh, I, I picked that one because, um, just for a lot of reasons, both personal and professional, I kind of wanted to start the year out with a blank slate. Uh, just kind of, you know, reevaluate everything, <laughs> uh, strip strip everything down to the studs and and rebuild. Um, and I've I've largely managed to do that. Uh, so I think out of all the out of all the um, all the ideas I had for this year, uh, surprisingly enough. Uh, the reinvention part has has turned out pretty well, and you know, maybe a little bit of next level. <laughs> uh, so two out of three, 
not so bad. Um, but let me let me just let me just give you a little picture of of what happened early this year because the the second half of the year actually went much far better than the first half of the year. Um, and I know for a lot of you, you know, it, this is maybe even triggering to think about because you've had you know just the most terrible of times. So I, I want to apologize in advance. You know, I'm, I'm not here to to you know toot my own horn or or you know make you feel bad. I'm just you know I'm just sharing my story here. Um, so yeah, this year literally started out as a dumpster fire because I was literally <laughs> starting out New Year's with a raging toothache. Uh, I, I thought something was going terribly wrong. My, the, one half of my face was swollen. I was in terrible pain. I thought my tooth was going to come out or something. Uh, you know, it was a wisdom tooth in the back that had started to get funky. And I was like, oh my gosh, uh, this is either going to have to get taken out by force or it's going to explode in my mouth or something because this just is terrible. I could barely open my mouth. It was it was bad. And it was New Year's, so like nothing's open. I was calling around office after office after office and I was getting no response or I was getting like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll get back to you in a couple weeks. I'm like, I'm dying. Uh, so <laughs> I finally got an appointment, finally saw someone, got on antibiotics. Uh, was was about to schedule oral surgery, um, and then the antibiotics actually did a remarkable job. Uh, everything went back to reasonably normal, and I felt good, which they said would probably happen. And then I decided, uh, okay, well, uh, <laughs> I don't exactly have the money right now for a major uh, uh, dentist operation, so I'll I'll punt a little bit, um, and ended up short aside. Uh, ended up okay, and in fact, uh, I had I had a couple of, of slight relapses, and instead of getting on antibiotics again or anything like that, uh, I actually got on uh, a, an herbal cocktail, <laughs> courtesy of my local uh, natural food store. Um, all kinds of good stuff, uh, you know, from from neem to cloves to a bunch of things, uh, tea tree oil. Anyway, um, you know, I'm not a doctor, of course, but um, you know, I I I, I when it, you know, when I started to have an issue again, I was like, let me try something before I go the drugs and surgery route, because I'm generally not in favor of that. Um, and it worked. So I was, I was really happy about that. I feel like, you know, in general, my oral health is better with what I'm doing now. So that's good. Uh, <laughs> but long story short, um, this year, you know, literally started out with me feeling absolutely terrible. Um, and at the time, you know, I jokingly thought, uh, is this a portent of things to come? Uh, oh boy. <laughs> anyway, uh, once the, once the tooth thing calmed down, then the terrible times continued in February when my ex and my two children vanished, like literally vanished, uh, gone, <laughs> as I later found out, uh, not even in the same state as where I live. So that was incredibly scary and traumatic and challenging and just awful. Um, and it took several months of blood, sweat, and tears to uh, try to remedy that situation. Thankfully, as I said earlier, second half of the year has gone better than the first. Uh, they literally uh, were reunited with me 
in July. Uh, so kids are back. Uh, speaking terms better now with my ex. All that good stuff. Uh, you know. Yeah. So I, someday, <laughs> someday I will go into the full story of this, but. Uh, suffice it to say, uh, you know, the first the first few months there, as the pandemic started to roll in and as the lockdowns were happening, uh, I was you know, completely alone, completely isolated, trying to get my family back. Uh, it it was madness. It was just madness. You know, I, I look back now and I'm like, how did I even function? How did I even get up in the morning and do my job and take care of myself and keep the keep my apartment relatively clean and like how did I how did I do anything with what was happening uh I don't know I guess you know we all find our our place of of internal resilience and 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 somehow you know we we manage we cope but yeah that was crazy um so yeah between the pandemic and the family stuff uh, it got pretty intense there but uh, a lot of good things happened this year for me as well, which is surprising to me. Uh, a lot of really good things. Um, probably uh, by far the thing that stands out is uh, I did this crazy thing of, of forking an open source project that's been around a long time and used by a lot of people, uh, Jekyll. And, um, you know, it was just one of these things like in a normal year, I probably never would have done this. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it was pandemic, it was lockdown, I was all alone, I was isolated, I was bummed that this particular project that I rely on for my work uh, seemed like it wasn't going in, in a direction I was uh, very enthusiastic about, and I was just like, what have I got to lose? <laughs> Do something crazy and outlandish, and if it fails, who cares? What have I got to lose? Everything else is insane right now. This might as well be insane too. Whatever. Um, yeah, and then it turned out to be the best single thing I have ever done in my entire career as a web designer, developer, programmer. Like, it's just, it's it's mind-boggling to me uh, what uh, what has come of it. And, you know, I, I won't go into all the technical bits here because this podcast isn't, isn't for just a, a technical audience but um you know basically for for a good portion of my career i've always been in a position where i'm i'm essentially working on things by myself you know i'll get requests from clients and occasionally you know co-workers on a team or whatever but for the most part i'm kind of just you know i'm giving I, i'm given specs and i just build stuff and they pay me. <laughs> and that's what I do. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a glorified code monkey. Um, and that's fine. You know, that's, that's, I've made peace with, with, you know, what I do and how I make money and, and it's all good. But um, to, to be working on something where it's, you know, it's not for the money. It's definitely not for the money. <laughs> Not yet, anyway. Um, and it's not, you know, working on specs I've received from a client. Uh, it's just, you know, it's just this project where I have ideas and I build some stuff. And then people from all over the world come along and comment on it, you know, and suggest changes and have their own ideas and contribute their own stuff. And, and I comment on their ideas. And, 
everyone is just kind of, you know, on a volunteer basis, just collaborating on stuff. And, you know, that that's at the heart of open source. But to to be in the thick of that now is, is really, really fascinating and delightful. Um, you know, we just we have this awesome little community that's sprung up and and it's great. So um, I've talked a little bit about this on past episodes by now, but I'm just I'm just really thankful to to have this kind of um, you know relationship with with other programmers and with code uh, in a way that's that's so different from the kind of consulting work I've I've typically done in the past. Oh man, there's like a leaf blower right outside my window here. Ugh. Sorry about that if it's coming through, folks. I think it's like literally right outside my door. Ugh. Anyway, <laughs> um, so. So that's why this episode's titled Insanely Not Great and also Not Not Great because some not not great things have happened this year as well. So looking ahead to next year, what are my three words for next year? Well, they are guide, shape, and carefree. And I also have a yearly theme in the, the Cortex tradition, and that is the year of product. So this, this new year, 2021, for me, will be the year of product because I'm really going to focus on transitioning uh, at least a third of my income, uh, a third of my business income, away from just you know, providing a service for money, consulting. Uh, I'm going to transition it into some kind of product strategy. And that might be you know, subscription-based or it might be one-off products or some mixture of both. But either way, it's, it's individuals uh, paying some amount of money to receive some kind of product from me. Uh, and that, you know, that could be any number of things. It could be you know, software-based. It could be educational materials. It could be you know, any number of things. But uh, I have some different ideas, and I'm really going to, to push that in 2021 because uh, you know, I'm, I'm under no illusion that I can just sort of, you know, shut down the consulting wing of my business anytime soon and, and solely rely on product income. And I'm not even sure I would want to if I could. Um, but I definitely want it to be, you know, a mix, a more diversified portfolio of, of income, if you will. So, so that's, that's to start out with, the year of product. And then for my three words, guide, shape, and carefree, uh, what I mean by those is uh, guide. Uh, I really want to lean into uh, my ability to provide educational resources for people to to share my experiences of you know from literally decades of working on the web, making money on the web, uh, you know, building things for the web. Um, you know, I, I you know I, I I don't like to use terms like guru or expert or anything like that, but I definitely have exper- expertise born of experience, <laughs> uh, maybe a little bit of wisdom because of that experience, and uh, I want to use that to help people. I really do. Um, so, so guide, it's important to me. Uh, shape, uh, I want to shape the conversation around some key things that I care about in different areas, uh, and I also want just shape as in shape up. Uh, Shape Up is sort of the methodology that Basecamp uses to help uh, design and develop their products, and I want to, you know, I want to take ideas from Basecamp and other successful uh, companies and creators, and to 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 shape 
the work I do and uh, how I'm productive. So that, that word kind of has two, con- two connotations for me to, to, to shape the conversation around things I care about and also to shape up uh, the work I'm doing. And then last but not least, carefree. That word strikes me because of all the things that happened this year, the last thing I would ever say to describe how I felt this year was carefree. <laughs> I'm sure you can all relate. So my hope for 2021 is to have at least some parts of the year where I, I just feel carefree. You know, I feel like I can, I can go out and about and do things and see people and have some kind of lifestyle that isn't this sort of low-level dread of what's next, what's next? Am I going to get COVID tomorrow? Is there going to be another lockdown tomorrow? You know, the whole, <laughs> I haven't even gone into all the crazy stuff that happened this year around the election. And, you know, and that itself was, was uh, <laughs> somewhat of a traumatic experience uh, leading up to that. And, you know, just so much has happened this year, so much. And, and even, you know, even the good mixed with the bad uh, got kind of overwhelming. So, you know, next year, 2021, hoping for some carefree moments. So there you have it, folks. My three words for 2021, guide, shape, carefree, and my yearly theme, which is the year of product. Uh, I hope this episode was interesting to you. I encourage you to pick your own three words or three phrases for 2021 to kind of help orient, help orient yourself around the things that you want to do, the things you want to focus on, uh, you know, maybe, maybe have a yearly theme. And uh, I, I think, you know, I think it's good to make, you know, loosely defined plans so that you have some kind of idea of what to look forward to, because otherwise the future is just a blank void of unknownness. And that's a recipe for dread and depression. <laughs> and we don't want that. So uh, yeah, I encourage you to, to go through this little exercise with me. And even if you wish, you can uh, share it online or put it on Twitter. Uh, my Twitter handle is at Jared C. White. Uh, and that is it for the year. I hope you have a very happy holiday season. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And I will see you in 2021. Bye.